Hello, and welcome to another Mooncast episode 56, that's what I'm doing, not Rattle Report. Um, welcome to another episode of Mooncast, but episode 56, it's February, 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 right at the end of February actually, we're recording this on the 28th, in fact, um, so just like February, February 2024. 23 then <laughs> 24 um, well rehearsed for this if you can tell yeah, yeah we, we definitely haven't I definitely haven't had a couple of glasses of wine um, so yeah I, thought I, I, I promised several people that I would do a a February episode a fairy episode for, for February and it's, I left it until pretty much the last minute <laughs> to do it well I, I thought about doing one by myself to start with just doing one about how I wanted to do about a fairy but then you realise there wouldn't be enough hatred in it there wouldn't be any. There wouldn't be any hate in it at all, but also I just never really had the energy to do it. <laughs> I was just tired, I think. And then hmm. um, we had a game arranged today anyway, which we'll talk about in a moment. So um, I want to try and get this in afterwards. So yeah, we're going to talk about lots of things about fairies. We'll talk a bit about how they play in things and why I love them, why Jack hates them. Um, <laughs> didn't hate them, no. but hates playing against them. Hates playing against me playing them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and we'll talk a bit about the game we just played. We I won't kind of get, we won't go into kind of individual cards too much because there's several episodes previous to this that go into that anyway. There's a very early one of the earliest episodes we did actually was about fairies, yeah. which was very much the first lot of fairies. So it hasn't got Vesper in it or Foxglove or Belladonna. Um, but those have all been covered separately. So, um, like the blood magic box set I did separately I remember doing it with Tom um, I've covered Vesper as a whole separate um, podcast as well so go back and look at the I can't remember the numbers of them off the top of my head but all the episodes have got very obvious names so if you look back you'll find the ones that are specifically about the fairies um, we've talked about Gwendolyn before as well she's the only one that's not in a sort of pure fairy box um, we've talked about her already as well obviously since the first um, fairies episode which again I think was literally like number two um, there have been some tweaks to them yeah. so it might go through might some of the changes revisiting some yeah, yeah. Um, so for example Freya has changed slightly Trickster has changed from what it used to be Trickster used to be that you could replay the ability now it's you gain three energy it's once per turn um, Wasp has changed he used his um, signature move used to be on high guard now it's on falling swing he lost the booklet. Oh no, wait. <laughs> um, Butterfingers changed slightly, but not, not a lot. Herbert's changed. I think that he no longer has Don't Step on the Flowers, which he used to have. Oh, God, yeah. Um, fences changed a bit. They're all like minor tweaks. And we actually did, we, we did do an episode, I think, on updates as well. So I'm not going to go too much into that. But should we talk about the game? Yeah. So we just finished playing a game. And we did it tournament style, because we're starting to prepare for our first tournament in a long time. I think long since time, COVID. Yeah. yeah. I think. Um, long time. Haven't, I haven't run a tournament in a long time because I just haven't had the time with, as you all, as, as you all know, two children and a full-time teaching job. I don't have much time to do anything. Um, but thankfully, Athena Games in Norwich is running the tournament on. I'm going to run <laughs> over to my calendar. Still here. On... Back on twenty eighth of April, twenty twenty four, is the Moonstone tournament at Athena Games in Norwich. Oh, and they're running it, which is even better. So I'm going to run it, um, so I get to play in it, which will be good. Um, so yeah, and we hadn't really done any kind of tournament style games for a long time. We no. always played sort of friendly games and often sort of fun, and, and silly lists and things, list strange thing, yeah, funny yeah. lists and things. So we're <clears> playing <throat> competitively for the first time in a, in a while, really, and it was quite interesting. Um, so we we did it all properly. We 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 had a. a we had eight. Eight, not called a troop, but there's a, a uh, roster, uh, yeah, roster of eight. Yeah. Uh, we drafted in five each. Um, so I ran with fairies, which is what I always intended to do. One, so I could do a podcast about it, but also because I probably will take fairies. Well, I've had it for a lifetime. <laughs> Taking fairies every, every time I've played it. Um, so, uh, and also, if you look at actually at like the, the long shanks now, which they, they use for... Um, Fairies aren't very well represented in most tournaments anymore, so I kind of want to bring the fairy back. Um, 
So in my eight, I had Tito, Freya, Vesper, Wasp, Foxglove, um, Herbert, Silvertongue, and Fencer. So I didn't bring Diana. Yeah. Which is a big change for me because Diana, as as I anyone who's listened to the podcast before know that I've always been a big fan of Diana. She's still probably my favourite model, possibly bar model Daniel for obvious reasons, but um, she's definitely one absolutely up there with my absolute favourite models and favourite characters in in the setting and 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 just all together, just love her to bits basically. Um, got a bit of a nerd crush on Diana, mm. um, so not bringing her was interesting. But actually, I said at the end of the game, I really I didn't because it made me play them differently. I traditionally, always played the kind of Diana bomb where you move her up. With Gotka, she just murder stuff, and then you just yeah. sit there and let Gotka take all the take all the damage. Um, which has served me well in a couple of tournaments. Like I've won, I think two tournaments by doing that. Um, come second in another tournament with that as well. Um, the only time I didn't win that, I didn't really win with that, was when I came up against Joe. <laughs> so I think that's fair enough. Um, actually, no, no. In that tournament, I played against Joe. I didn't have Diana because she wasn't legal to use at that point. Because oh, she right. wasn't really? officially released as an individual model yet, so that was very early on. So you have Diana, but um, yeah. So uh, that was my eight. Do you want to say your eight quickly first? Uh, yeah, if I can remember them. Uh, so Wendigo, Hoff, Chubbs, um, Jada, Jada, Toodles. I think. Yep, Toodles. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else did I? Gloom. Think? Gloom, is it? And uh, Boris? Boris and Beast. Beast, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Jack got Electrovolt, yeah. mainly Fawns, but I was surprised with you because I asked Jack to message me. I'd already chosen my eight. I told him I'd chosen my eight. And I'd asked him to message me his eight so I can get the cards out and the models out ready so we can start straight away. And I was quite surprised to see Beast in there. When, um, I, start, when I started Beast reading it... He's an animal um, and Gloom can move animals. Yeah. I ended up... Well, we'll get into that, but yeah, it yeah. Didn't, didn't come up in the end. But yeah, so I was quite yeah. surprised. When I, I, I kind of saw that link a little bit, but I was like, "Oh, beast day, yeah. interesting, interesting." Um, so uh, my draft, as it were, the, the five I took were Freya, Wasp, Vesper, Foxglove, and Herbert. Um, and you brought my, my five were the five that I reeled off. And not the three that I remember. <laughs> yeah. The first five. It was, um, yeah. It was... Wendigo, Hoff, Toodles, Chubbs and Jada. Yeah. Um, so on paper, quite a fast... Yeah. Quite a fast troop. Yeah. But fast troops often struggle against fairies, which are also really fast. And, some, and, and can be faster. Get over the um, overall get over obstacles and things. And, so, yeah. um, um, and like marshes and whatever. So just to kind of... Try and give you a bit of context of what happened in the game. It was a fairly sort of standard looking board. We had some trees on there. Um, we had some walls that we used as barriers. We had some um, obstacles. Marsh. And I did have a pond on the side. Because I'd, I'd set the board up actually before I'd seen Jack. So I wasn't sure what he brings bristle nose then. Mm. It gives him something to use. Um, uh, the moonstone spread was... Probably slightly more towards one side. I think you probably I think had it was slightly more towards more your side. My side, which is why I chose that side. Yeah, so Jack, sure got, that. Jack got deployment and chose that side. Um, I made you go first. You ran out. Would you, do you think you would have taken I'd have that chosen side. that side. Would, yeah, yeah. If I got yeah. deployment, I would have chosen that side. Yeah. I think I probably would have won easier because I probably could have grabbed four and legged it. Yeah, which is kind of what I was hoping. Your plan to do, yeah. It was yeah. difficult against that list, though. It was, it was, and we'll see why. So, um, you managed to get a couple of moonstones fairly quickly with. Um, did Chubbs get one? No. Um, Toodles got one. No, Toodles never got one. Oh. Um, Jada got one turn one because she got extra energy from Chubbs so she could go right up. Yeah. And she was fairly, relatively safe, I think. I don't think she was in danger. No, she was relatively, she was relatively safe, yeah. And Wendigo went up the other side with his eight energy. Yeah, uh, eight eight your inches of movement from his four energy. Um, I made a mistake with Toodle. I forgot about weakling. Yes, you went. Yeah, you did something and something and. I did a stupid. I I think I did. Um, well, you've got to do Goblin Jazz Funk Solo, haven't you? So, 
I didn't need to do it basically. Yeah. Um, and it meant I couldn't connect the moonstone. Turn, moon turn one, which yeah. wasn't really. Yeah. So you got a couple of moonstones, you moved up a little bit. Wendigo was very much out by himself, which really was the clincher. Yeah. Because essentially, I just charged Wasp in a straight line toward Wendigo. It's because, yeah, because you could go over the obstacle that was in Because I go over the obstacle, I charged Wasp straight towards Wendigo in turn one. Well, he didn't get, him. didn't get to him in turn one, but he just got near him. Oh, right. It was turn two, the turn two. Yeah. Herbert moved up and, and stuck two forests out, which yep. were actually really helpful. Yeah. Because they got completely in the way for you, but not for me. That was really helpful. They got right in the way. Um, and then my models all kind of moved up quite aggressively. Mm-hmm. Like Vespa moved right up. Fox Club moved right up. Even Freya moved up quite far. Freya dug up a Moonstone, so Wasp put Rage on Freya. She dug up a Moonstone and then moved up a bit. Um, Herbert moved right up, as I said, and did these two forests. Love having that on Wasp at Rage. That's yeah, yeah, great. it's really helpful. I, I use it all the time. Yeah. Um, usually just turn one to get Freya to dig up a Moonstone, basically. Yeah. Um, then turn two... Um, I think I went with Vespa first and grabbed the Moonstone, because... She was quite close to Jade. It was just right, the right, for me, it was the right flank. Mm. Vesper was about three inches from a moonstone, but Jade was also quite close to it. And I thought, well, if I don't go with Vesper first, you're going to move Jade up to that moonstone, and I'm not going to get it. So I legged it over, got, the, got that with Vesper, and moved back. I didn't actually do, I didn't do, I think it's called up and away, or out of the way. No, it's called out of reach. I didn't do out of reach, because I wanted to benefit from cover, and I wasn't really going to get attacked in melee. Mm. Yeah. So I thought about doing it because it's quite a fun thing to do. You grab a moonstone and you fly up in the sky. Um, but I wasn't really threatened by melee, but I was threatened by shooting, so I thought there was no point in doing it. So she kind of moved back. Jack then went Wendigo, dug up the moonstone that he was next to. He just retreated as much as he retreated as much as he could, yeah. but he couldn't retreat enough. far enough. Yeah. I could still jog. I think it was... I felt I jogged and was within two inches with Wasp in just one jog. Yeah. Jack did a step in, I think. Uh, yeah, stepped left. In, but then he stepped away. Stepped in, I stepped yeah. away, and then I had four attacks on Wendigo. It took, took me four to kill him, though. Mm. Is it four or three? Three, it was three yeah. to kill him. Yeah. Killed him on the last one. Um, and he couldn't do anything in return because yeah. you, you, you were too far away. Um, and that really that, was... That, was kind of, that kind of flipped it because then you had your three that were closer to you, mm. which I was going to struggle to get, but you had my fourth one that I thought... Yeah. Oh, I can get, get that again. and then get away. And so then it was basically a struggle. Well, I could, I, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't manage to turn it around from there, I don't think. Yeah, so then yeah. it was when that turn, Herbert was able to jog over, grab a moonstone. Actually, that was in turn three. Um, so I had three at this point because Freya had one. Mm. Wasp didn't dig up that moonstone yet, but he was just stood yeah. next to it. Yeah, Vesper had one, but he was safe. He did yeah. some other kind of movement stuff. Jada got another moonstone. So I Jada got another moonstone, yeah. Um, at the end of turn two, Hoff managed to get a, basically Fox Club moved up to try and do atrophy. Yeah, on Hoff. Did it with two damage and Trix did it as well, <laughs> which Jack was very upset about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I then cast it again. I did, I think, four damage that time. Yeah. Um, I just healed him up, but not not full, but. Yeah, yeah I healed him up, wounded, but basically yeah. he was able to. You also loaded him up with energy and he, he was able to get a charge off on. Fox Love. Yeah. Oh God. And, oh no. <laughs> and it was just, it was really tried. I had no energy because I'd, I'd used it to traverse onto the obstacle so I could cast it and off again. Yeah. So I had no energy and he was able to get, he was able to angle it. It was a really careful bit of movement to angle it. He had to hit a tiny gap in this, in this <laughs> obstacle of log, this log terrain that we, anyone who watched the channel will be familiar with this log terrain that we use. We had to hit the gap in these two logs just had the step to, to do get it, there so and he got yeah. there three attacks I got a low guard each time yep and I was able to just use <coughs> I, Herbert's yeah I was hitting you with balling swings each time balling swings each time low guard I did low guard got low guard three in a row which you'd think oh happy days so you're dead then yeah no nope. <laughs> three in a row low guard <laughs> which meant I could essentially use I could use uh, Herbert's Herbert's can't can't, can't, hit, can't me. hit me can't so hit just me. did no damage at all yeah. did a charge three attacks no damage it was just absolutely I felt yeah. I, I felt quite bad I think each one of my attacks should have killed you I think, I, I think you I, worked out I think yeah, that each, yeah. each attack would have killed yeah, me yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but didn't so that was kind of that was kind of a tragic end to turn to turn two. Oh, did you have any high guards anyway though do you remember 
Uh, I did. Yeah, so, so I would have played. I would have played, played high yeah, guard. Yeah, yeah. I did have. I, I had. I, I got so lucky. I had like high yeah. and low guard. Yeah. Um, but still, it was crazy. Yeah. Then beginning of turn three, I won the turn again. I didn't go with wasp first. I thought it was fairly safe. Herbert actually ran over, grabbed the moonstone. Um, yeah. No, he, he already had. No, he already had a moonstone. He already had, no, he had already had a moonstone. He already had it. Yeah. But he ran over. Stood in the wooded patch that he planted earlier, stuck another wooded patch down in the way, yep. and then did Passage of the Seasons, whatever it's called. Where Can I just quickly look at his thing? I just want to check something on this card. Where is it? So he did Passage of the Seasons and they just legged it to the back of the board, essentially. Yeah, and, and one thing with that, which I didn't even realise, is that the, only the wooded patch has to be within 10 inches. Yeah. So then he can go the other side of the woodpatch. He can go a long way. Yeah, so. see, and it was yeah. almost 10 inches away. Yeah, the woodpatch was, was really was well, inches. which I did <laughs> measure when I placed it. Yeah, yeah. I did prepare in advance for that. So, so, able, so, so basically Herbert was now miles away from the action. So he was safe with a moonstone. Um, you didn't. You went with Hoff again just to try yeah, and... You to try did, and you didn't, um, at this point we kind of realised the yeah. game was already won with, yeah, yeah. with fairies and Jack really couldn't. Do it. If, you, if you'd killed Foxglove, you may have been able to. Ri- you, you might have risked Hoff just going into Vespa next turn. I think if you could have done, but yeah, it yeah. was it was all a bit iffy anyway. It was all going to be very much ifs and buts to try and get anything out of it. Ifs and headbutts. Ifs and headbutts. And basically, Wasp grabbed the one which he was stood on and, and moved away, and then it was. It so was so at that point, obviously playing to just win easily, you can just move away. Then you yeah. don't need to. I didn't need to risk any of my cats. Anything, yeah, stones, so, yeah. um, so Herbert was safe. Yeah. Wasp was miles away. He was safe. Freya was behind the fox glove and still in the way of behind an obstacle, behind two wooded patches I put down. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vesper was the same. Would easily have just moved five inches backwards and mm. been miles away. Um, um, yeah. So what we what, what we kind of talked about one 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 of the things was the loss of Wendigo was a problem for you, but. Um, what Jack also did, which is kind of a bit with a mistake, is the right, right word or not, but it kind of went against you in the end. Is you, he he kept his support characters too far back when they didn't they didn't have any moonstones. When they didn't so, have any yeah, moonstones. You may as well have brought them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you ended up with I did when as we were doing it, I was like, why are you picking up moonstones with half? <laughs> oh, um, I think at that stage I was still thinking if I can get them all, and I think, I, yeah. I just thought if he. I mean, it, I, I, I picked up yeah. Wasp, Herbert, and Vesper yeah. were also my three toughest ones. So yeah, oh, and what I was thinking with Hoff was he's not that bad to have a Moonstone in his melee because of his charge thing. I was just thinking, well, at least he's got something if he does need to get across at someone. Yeah, he can go a bit further than just he's not just stuck at two inches. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, which, I wasn't, yeah. it wasn't at all, but it wasn't a terrible decision. But yeah. Um, I guess if, it, if if I if I was you playing it, I would I would have picked them up with Toodles and Chubs. Yeah, there was a point because then then you could have because then yeah. you kind of because Jade is one of your most manoeuvrable models in that list. Yeah, and she was stuck with two Moonstones. Yeah, because once you not really be not really able to move. One. Yeah. Um, um, so, but yeah, that's and that, that, we actually haven't played Moonstone for a while. Yeah. To be honest with you, um, well, and I think we'll probably play those lists again. And you'll remember it's kind of you know yeah, mistakes, don't you? So trying to um, and it was that little that that little mistake of doing one too many things with Toodles in turn yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. couldn't pick it up. Oh, okay, yeah. you, you picked that. If you picked that one up with Toodles, you probably would pick the next one up with him as well. You would have moved him up and picked up another one, and it would have been. I always thought that temptation with the, with Jade and Wendigo because they got four energy and they're so manoeuvrable. Yeah, often end up. Uh, I think Jade is not a bad one to get to get Moonstone. Wendigo, she's not. not she's so not bad. Much. Yeah. Um, to get them, she's you, you, you want her to get well. one of the ones that's really high up, and then build them. Well, she kind of did. Actually, saying that she's got swift, but um, Hoff gives people swift, so he does. Yeah. Order, so it kind of doesn't matter about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. little things um, like that. So it was actually a fairly kind of. Um, it wasn't a particularly bloody game. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. No. Like um, Wasp killed Wendigo, and apart from that, there were very little wounds done. Yeah, because I can't bloody hit just, them. Just to, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry, I didn't mean to bring up, bring up again. You did, you did end up doing four wounds to Foxglove. Yes. 
Um, yeah, almost killing Foxglove. Almost killed yeah. Foxglove. At the beginning of turn three, Jack almost killed Foxglove. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, a few wounds done on half, and a few done on half, and that was it. So, like, yeah, quite, quite interesting. Like range, range, yeah, didn't do you just your atrophy, wasn't it? Um, yeah. No spears were thrown, no arrows. Oh, no, I did. Did I fire an arrow? Nope, no one didn't, didn't fire an arrow at all. Fire, no, thought arrow. about firing an arrow. <laughs> but it was a difficult one again because the one, the people, the, the characters you wanted to target was Wasp. Yeah. Who was like behind terrain. It's like, okay, well, it's one, one card. There, there was, yeah, one point I could have shot him, but it would have been... Because like Vespa's, Vespa's obviously the best one to shoot, but she was still behind a wooded patch. Yeah. <laughs> Literally smack back behind the wooded patch. I could have yeah. done Herbert, so that worked really well. Um, yeah, I think the list worked really well together. Yeah, which yeah. I was really pleased about because I didn't really know how it was going to work because it was like the first time I really properly played a competitive list of fairies without Diana. Yeah, Diana, yeah. Um, and with like Vespa and Herbert being available. Yeah. Um, so I, I really, really liked those, that five. Um, I'd potentially swap out um, Foxglove would be the one I'd swap out potentially mm-hmm. with Silvertongue because he's just a fun to be a jackass with <laughs> Tito's also a really good one because she's such a good moonstone carrier yeah um, what was my other one I bought Fencer so I could have I could have gone really Even brutal melee, melee yeah. I, my original five I was going to bring was in my head I wanted, I wanted to bring a melee fairy so I was originally going to bring yeah Vesper Wasp Fencer <sighs> yeah Herbert and Freya yeah. I was like yeah I'm going to be an absolute because yeah, I'm thinking well I, I told us when I was playing fairies when you, you're thinking I'm going to go Arcade, yeah, definitely. And I thought, nope, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna absolutely murder you in melee. <laughs> so, um, and it was just a different way of playing for me with fairies, and I really, I really, really enjoyed it. Actually, I really enjoyed the way that this plays. Um, I'd forgotten how much I liked Herbert. Yeah, um, he was great, great fun, and he worked really well with with Vesper and and the other ones. Um. I think to be honest with you, the, the actually the only probably two fairies. Now I've realised I can play without Diana. The only two fairies I think I'd always really struggle to to not leave behind would be Freya. Yeah. I don't know how I'd do fairies without Freya. I don't know. Even though she actually didn't do hardly any ain't no healing at all. This game she didn't need, need, didn't need to. to yeah. In fact, she just what did she actually do? <laughs> she got a moonstone. She, she picked up a moonstone. That's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um. But she was right there behind, Incredibly knowing that she could. Functionals. Yeah, <laughs> but she was right there, ready to heal if she needed to be. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. it's that thing of you. Everyone knows she's really good at healing. Yeah. So it's just like, oh well, I could kill her. Yeah, there, there was a, there were a couple of times. Like, well, what if I get a lucky shot off? Again? Oh yeah, but Freya's there. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of the point <laughs> of her really. Um, and actually, I struggle not to bring Wasp. Yeah, I really like Wasp. Yeah, he's just horrible. Really it horrible. just shuts down so because of Buckler and because of Buckler and Spineful, uh, yeah. Um, it he did yeah he did kill Wendigo but uh, I thought it was it would have been difficult for it to go another way barring extreme amount of luck I think yeah Wendigo, Wendigo was just a bit outclassed by him. Well, also you weren't in melee range, so you couldn't you couldn't try and oh yeah, of course I wasn't in melee range, was I? Yeah, that was, that yeah, was the yeah, main yeah. thing. Yeah, that, just, been, that never been, helps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, that was the game, yeah. which we just spent 20 minutes talking about, um, yeah. which is fine. But it was really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. play again. Yeah. It was good, really good to play Moonstone again. Like, we've, we've, as anyone who watched our channel will know that we've been playing a lot of Mordheim recently. Um, Jack and I have both got back into, well, about to go back into playing the old world again, <laughs> which we're very excited about. Because yeah. it, was, it was the game that really brought us together, wasn't it, Jack? Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, so... So Moonstone's been kind of slightly pushed to the side a little bit because we've got this big ongoing Mordheim campaign, which we're really enjoying as well. It's, mm-hmm. it's really fun. It's a really good game. Um, and then whenever we come back to Moonstone, we're like, oh God, this game's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Such a good game. Um, I've got my fairies out. I was like, oh God, I love fairies. <laughs> love fairies. Um, so anyway, um, I guess what else I want to talk about is sort of in this episode, which is, it was fun to talk about the game, and I think it was a good way of introducing a different kind of melee, a different kind of fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, Next troop. time, no Freya. <laughs> um, to a certain extent, like, if I'd known, because I put Freya down first, mm. if I kind of, if yeah. I'd waited a bit, I may not have brought Freya, mm. but I didn't have any Did other healers. No, 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 you wouldn't need I, I, yeah, 
I was tempted to bring Gwendolyn to have a kind of healer. That's just showing off, not taking a healer. It would be yes, I'm taking a healer, yeah. <laughs> I have seen the list that I wear yeah, healers. Um, it would have been a bit... I'd have been scared. <laughs> I wouldn't have quite so easily run people up. So, um, But anyway, what I wanted to, wanted to talk about in this podcast mainly as well is sort of why... Um, personally I, I still love fairies they were they were my first love for moonstone um and i still they still are the thing that i come back to every time mm. i play it like like i love the new models i love gump and and root and the new ones and I, I absolutely can't wait for shades um really excited about that as well but i think like fairies are my happy place in moonstone mm. yeah. they're like my safe um they're, they're, they're the your true... safe place and everyone else is very unsafe place <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I mean, I've, I've, I've also lost plenty of time for fairies yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't just win yeah. easily with them but I think in terms of playing in like a tournament setting for example I, I just know them really well so I don't have to think like yeah, I, we, we talked at the end of the game I basically when, when the troops are down I had a plan in my head of what I wanted to achieve, mm-hmm. and I achieved exactly what I planned at the beginning, which was the wasp was going to go and get that moved by killing Wendigo, Vesper was going to get the one on the right and then run away, Herbert and Fair were going to get the other two, and I was going to go, and then I was going to retreat, and Foxfell was Fox going to get in the way, up, which yeah. is exactly what happened. Um, so I was kind of really pleased I kind of had that plan in my head at the beginning, and it played out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I've said it before in, in other podcasts, so. I'd, Fairies are the reason that I bought Moonstone in the first place. The the, the absolute reason I bought it. Um, you know, I've got plenty of other games where I've played with goblins and, and humans. Um, I wasn't initially too bothered about the gnomes when we first got got Moonstone. I do I love them now. Yeah, but they weren't the, the thing that got me into it. Um, it was the fairies. It was it was Diana. It was wasp. Um, it was Fencer. There's, there's, there's original fairies, Silver Tongue as well. That when I remember when I first looked at the Kickstarter and I looked at those models, I need those models in my life. Um, I like all of the different troops and races are pretty unique and, and tweaked in their own way, but I think fairies are the most sort of different or I don't, surprising know, I don't know any. I mean, I don't. I mean, we don't because we don't play an enormous amount of different. No. There are loads and loads of other games out there. Yeah. But fairies are very unique for Moonstone. I, really, yeah. I don't... I still know of quite a few other games. I've not seen Things like Ground Earth yeah. and... Yeah. We played Rashido and Guild Ball and... Um, and like, there's one that's like Blood and Plunder and other, other games. I don't know of fairies like this. Mm-hmm. The fae more. They're, they're, they're fae, aren't they? Rather than yeah. kind of nice happy fairies. They're spiteful and mean. Um, I don't know these in in any any in any other game, um, and sort of so. I mean, we we, we we you and I we obviously we love Moonstone. It's it's such a well developed and well, such a well balanced game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't I don't really know of any other games that that have this kind of setup with a with a kind of fairy no. set that, that's quite good as this. I mean, when we I mean Bushido's got quite a lot of like. Ghosts and mystical things like that. We've got some flying, flying stuff like that, but yeah. not, not that comes like close to like fairies. Mm. Um, and yeah, and I, and again, as I said in previous um, podcasts, it, it really was Diana that was, yeah, my absolute moonstone crush <laughs> from the beginning. Because anyone who doesn't know who hasn't listened maybe to previous podcasts, I'll just I will quickly explain it again, even though some people heard us before. In in the actually the second Kickstarter the second Kickstarter which launched Moonstone as a game Diana was one of the options voted for by the backers to be a, a model that we got for free I can't remember I've got no idea what the other options were no. now it's so long ago I've got no idea what the other options were um, but she was one that everyone wrote. I think it was like there was like a gnome there was like a human a goblin something else but I haven't got a clue I, Tom might remember um and I voted for Diana, and then Diana won. So I was always like, I want another it. And then, of course, you know, I helped um, create Diana Enraged, the scenario, the model, the cards. So I kind of have that 
close attachment to her. I have like a, I feel like I was very personally involved. Um, and obviously you and I did quite a lot of early playtesting of Moonstone. When mm-hmm. it first came out, we were, we were, we were playtesting it. Um, and have less so now, I think because we're busy yeah. doing other things, but you know, there aren't really fairies being released at the moment. So we're, you know, going, going back. We, we, we playtested loads of the fairies. Um, I remember doing it and it was, that was such an exciting thing to be doing. And I think that when we were doing that playtesting and just supporting with the game in the, in the early stages of Moonstone, when, when you and I were the ones, the only ones producing videos and the only ones yeah, producing content back in the day, back in the day, <laughs> um, it was the fairies that I was playing and it felt like yeah. that was, that was the reason I played Moonstone. So, um, and you know, I've gone and played humans and I love playing Giant list. I love playing a noble list. Of, I've loved. I haven't played gnomes as much. I think because you, because no. you played gnomes a lot. And then Phil took up Phil took up gnomes as well. So I haven't played gnomes as much. Um, I love playing goblins as well. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I love playing Neshavolt when it came out with Brother Daniel. Um, and I love all, all the different troop stages you can do. But if someone said, if someone, if you said to me, Dan, you got three, two, one, pick a troop moose, then you can play fairies, desert island troop. Yeah, desert island troop with fairies. Um, <laughs> So, you know, yeah. and, and they are, out of all the Moonstone models I've painted, different fairies have been my favourite ones to paint. Mm-hmm. So, original Diana was my favourite one to paint out of the original Kickstarter we got. Diana and Rage was also one of my favourite ones, and Vesper was also one of my favourite ones I painted. Um, so, um, and Herbert, actually, I really like Herbert too. Um and Gwendolyn, both both got got both Gwendolyn models, mm-hmm. um, so they've been often my favourite ones to paint as well. So as a whole, I just I will always have a really really soft spot for fairies, and will always want to come back and play fairies. I think I can't imagine a time where I won't want to play fairies. I I mean I really like fairies. I haven't used them. I hardly use them really um, compared to you. So I just don't. Not comfortable using them at the moment, but um, yeah, there's something I could could see. In future playing a bit more certainly um, it could be a good thing for you yeah. to do because if you play a troop you can be better yeah. against it um i think they seem to be and this is true of all, all troops to some extent but they seem to be even more so quite risk reward because they're short short range arcane. short range low health low health really good um movement some movement tricks and also just flat out lot of energy to yeah. step and go over they can jog over obstacles and really good melee so it, it's it's a good it, balance it, I think, it is a high risk high reward like, yeah. like um if you're not careful you can move someone up too far and suddenly yeah. you get murdered really quickly like, oh god i just lost someone i mean i can see i can already visualize now me using what i consider to be scary list fairies and just oh the first few times oh it didn't work oh, yeah oh, damn, i thought this was scary so that I think they they do they seem very rewarding to play. I don't think they, I don't think they're necessarily one of like the easiest ones. No, to definitely play. not. No. Um, Commonwealth Humans is quite a forgiving list to play. Yeah, yeah. lot of health, lot of damage reduction. You know, you make a mistake, they're not necessarily going to die quickly. Um, um, damage reduction. Just trying to think. Do what? Do they have any damage? They've got almost none. I'm trying to think if um, they have any at all. Other just, than just, wasps, just wasps, just like, wasps, buckler. Not, yeah. Um, Dan, Diana being a noble. That's it, Diana um, and wasps. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. There's no like minus. No. They got a few spike pulls. A couple of spike pulls. Yeah. Um, no, you have to kind of avoid getting hit in the first place. Yeah. Basically, it. once they start getting hit, and like I say, they say you've got a couple of you know, like Tito and Freya and Herbert have all got can't hit me. Yeah. You've got three nice. can't hit me's. Fox Club, as long as he's near one of them, has got can't hit me. <laughs> so if you took a list of Tito, Freya, Fox Club, and Herbert, you've got four can't hit me's, which is pretty nice. horrible. <laughs> and obviously, they, they know most of them are minus two of eight, so most of them struggle to hit yeah, a range, range anyway, because yeah. all you've got to do is stand near a piece of terrain, it's minus three. For, for most shooting, that's one card. One card, yeah. You know. You do get the occasional one. I'll, I'll never forget the game. Yeah, no, I won't either. Yeah, it was, was it Quarrel? Quarrel yeah. shot Gwendolyn from fourteen inches away. 
with one card, got three, murdered them with one, turn one, I had a little cry. Um, so it can, it can happen, it can happen. And sometimes you take that risk if you go, oh, I can't do anything else, I may as well shoot you then. I might get lucky. Um, if you I don't... against sort of a non-crossbow, like just regular bows, it's difficult to even get a hit and then you're not going to kill this mm. one and then you've got good healing. Yeah, I mean, if you've got you've got a few things that could have got that one high now, like ribalds. Anything that anything that ignores evade and cover is pretty terrifying against them. There's a few uh, range things. That There's a few, that. but usually usually things that avoid evade and cover don't have very high damage. No, that's true. So like no. grub, bug spray is quite good. Um, I think Lesh got something, um, something else as well. What was it? Uh, I was thinking about it earlier. Now I can't remember. What a ranged thing. Yeah, ignores evade. I um, might be completely misremembering this. Because the bows obviously don't. Uh, never mind. Cool. I can't mean. Um, oh, obviously things that I've got. Because the other thing that's very struggle with is anything that can... I mean, not so much the list I took, because it was very melee heavy. Mm. But if you take an arcane heavy fairy list, they struggle against things that can manipulate the deck. Because it's basically not red, it's all pink. pink. It's all pink. Um, A couple of bits not, but basically most of the aggressive stuff that's the six inch range stuff is is pink. Diana's are both pink, Foxgloves are pink. I'm just looking across the card now, I'll just see the sea of pink. Yeah. Belladonna's obviously Nightshade's not, but it's only a one inch thing. Um, Yeah, yeah, Herbert's is pink, Gwendolyn's is pink, Ventus is pink, (laughs) Tildan's is pink. (laughs) So a lot of pink. So if you're playing like like Danica, It's just horrific. Yeah. And I would have said that in previous previous podcasts, but um yeah, Danica's really bad to play against. Um I think if I sat down there at a tournament table and I saw that they were using Danica, Danica, Danica yeah. I just wouldn't I'd play a melee list. Which is what was great about the two by the eight I had is I could avoid that. Yeah. Um But yeah. Um I'm trying to think what else I was I wanted to say really. Um I mean it's clear what my favourite fairy is obviously Diana. Um and probably closely followed by Wasp and Vespa. Um Vespa mainly based on the model. Yeah. I think Maybe. the idea of having a fairy riding a giant wasp, it has got a name. It's not called a wasp, it's called something else, but it's just awesome. Um I love the kind of nod to sort of mods and lockers. It's called Vespa. Uh, it's got okay. like the, the yeah. sunglasses uh, on and things, yeah, and the and the sort of big hair, um, is really, is really <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah, um, I love that model, and I really that's one of the models I really really enjoy painting. I need to touch her up actually because one of the wings, I broke one of the wings off, oh, and I did it on again fine, but it peeled some of the paint off. Yeah. I need to t- touch that one up because I really really enjoy painting that model. That's something really cool about fairies actually is it, with the wings, you can put a lot into them or you can keep them simple yeah. like there's so much you can do on the wings or you can there's you don't some, have to do that though because it's kind of like yeah that. there's some amazing you see some awesome paint jobs yeah of wings people have done of like brilliant like butterfly wings yeah particularly like um tito is a great example because you've got huge blank wings so it's really if you like freehand and like yeah. intricate freehand you can really just go mental yeah and it look amazing freya's a really good but they're one still good without that as well, yeah so. herbert's a really good one for that i kind of got a bit of i've got a mix, mixture of both in mind yes i've got that, yeah. like vespa's one was really easy because i bought the clear yes in wings and just did it was the What's green it? stuff no the green stuff world color shifting paint oh, yes, yeah. um which on a clear literally makes it look like a Bee's wing, <laughs> it looks exactly like a bee's wing. Um, Diana's, I've got some free hand on. Diana's got free hand of it's like they're like voodoo symbols on. Yeah. Um, and then Tito, I think I did some free hand on as well. And then wasps, I wanted to make wasp wings look a bit. So I wanted wasps to look a bit more kind of mute because he's no, he can't outshine Diana because mm. he the whole point is he's Diana's guardian. So he looks very kind of. I wanted him to look quite natural, like almost like he'd blend in with the background so he's just you know intruders wouldn't know he's there until he stabbed him in the back kind of thing mm. um whereas freya's very colorful foxglove's very colorful um gwendolyn's very colorful on mine 
Herbert's a bit of both. I, I, started, the, him, I, I started using the colour shifting on him. That's, that's on a black base. So it, it does shift quite nicely. Um, and I can't remember what it was bent. I think silver tongues are quite grey because I wanted again him to look quite sort of muted as well. Um, but that's another thing that's really, really cool about these models is the variety. Because they're all fairies with wings, apart from Vesper, whose wings are, she hasn't got any wings. Um, the narrative, yeah. they're, they're damaged, I think, yeah. or they, something happened to them, I can't remember now. But you've got like but- Butterfingers, got these tiny little wings. Yeah. Um, you've got Tito with these massive butterfly wings. Then you've got Wasp with these kind of drawn back. Even his wings look spiteful. And then like Herbert, because just, Herbert's just so happy to be a half fairy. <laughs> He's just so wonderfully happy to be this bug and this and not a grub anymore. That he's like jumping around with his big huge wings. Yeah. And then like I like like Fencer's wings are really kind of sleek because she just moves really fast. Um where silver tongues are kind of curled round like he's kind of plotting something. There's like this real feel about these models that they kind of represent how they play, you know. Um Definitely so much variety in the design. Yeah. And we've mentioned this before when we talk about fairies, but another thing they've got which sets the models apart from the other troops is um, a lot of their models incorporate terrain into the design, which yeah. really set, like because it which, shows they it allows them to be very sometimes very compact and like dainty, but not to be lost on the board because yeah. they've got. Which was very terrain. intentional in the in the design. I remember talking yeah. to Tom about it and asking him and saying, "Why why you put them all on bits of wood and things?" And it's literally because without them, they would be so tiny. There'd be, yeah. there'd be lots of tiny, t- lot, lots of very small models on bases, yeah. Yeah. Um, and all he had to do was put a little log, yeah, and sit on. Because some, someone like Belladonna, she just crawling across this stick, which is really effective. Someone um, sitting in a tree. So like sitting in a tree. <laughs> You know, fences kind of dropping out of a tree. Yeah. Whereas ones like Herbert, who's a bigger model, yeah, doesn't need it. Vesper, yeah. that's a bigger model, hasn't got it. Um, can't what Tito's is. Tito's is on, and like Freya's not got it, but she's got this kind of swirling yeah, magic around her. Vortexes. Um, yeah. I think that was a really, really ingenious way of dealing with that problem. Yeah. Of these very small models, um. I mean, obviously, the models—they are—they are—they are the trick. Some of the trickier ones to kind of build. Um, they are slightly more fragile, although they're better now. I mean, the the original ones in sort of metal were, yeah, um, were could be very fragile. Um, but the new resin is pretty is, is pretty damn good. So, um, and it's been like thickened up and things as well. So, like my original Diana's staff was broken many times, but um, the newer ones are much are much tougher. Uh, which is which is good. Um, the other thing I want to add, actually, which are also about fairies, is you can run pretty much a fairy rogue list because mm, yeah. rogues is also another list I really like to do. I really like doing rogues. Um, so you could do Belladonna, Foxglove, um, Fencer, Silvertongue, and that's four. And you, you 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 probably stick Freya in there as another one, and you can basically run run a rogue list. Um, you probably would want if you were going to run that as a tournament list, you could want to take Muradai mm. um, as another rogue. Um, and I think you could. And you, you wouldn't want Joby at the moment because you haven't got anyone to reanimate him. It's only if you've got reanimate that you get reanimate Joby, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. if you've already got reanimate, you yeah. get reanimate Joby. But um, yeah, so there's that variety as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the last time I played against fairies. To be honest with you, I've never played against fairies in a tournament. Have we not? No, no. In fact, in the tournaments I've played in, which again, it's been a few, but not for a while. I think quite a few of the tournaments I've been the only fairy player. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last time I used them. It's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because a lot you when you talk to people about fairies, they often, they often, often people say, "Oh, the models are amazing, and I, I love the models." Yeah, but they people don't play with them as much. I think they are they are actually, they are kind of tricky, ri- actually, riskier to play yeah. with. You have to kind of know them, and you have, and you and you, with you have to be thinking sort of three steps ahead. Mm. I think they're one of those um, troops that 
if you can get the right combination of things off and in the right order, they they uh, what's the word? It sort of um, amplifies yeah elements that you know it makes them even stronger. Whereas if you don't do that, the weakness is always a risk. Yeah, because what. Help. One thing you have, to be, you have to be careful with with fairies is you need to make sure that if if one of your troop has to kind of venture out alone to get a moonstone, it has to be the right fairy. Mm. Which, for me, in the lists I've brought today, it's Wasp or Vesper. Yeah. It has to be one of those two. Um, Tito is a great one, actually, for it, because Tito's virtually invincible. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you're careful with her, she's almost unkillable. Uh, so... There's Tito, um, as another one. It's sort of, sometimes um, playing against them. If oh, sorry. So when they get the right, when they get the the right buffs going and the right fairies in the right place, it's sometimes like oh my god, what what could you do against that? But you know that it's only because they've been manoeuvred correctly the right buff's gone off and it, it could fall apart very quickly. So it's like that. I imagine when you're playing with them and you manage to do that, it's very satisfying. To like it is. These weak you need to kind of have um, a backup plan. Yeah. You'd have, what, what am I going to do if this doesn't go right? Because um, mm-hmm. like it is that kind of risk-reward element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You, you have that... that like I mean, Sarah said I didn't. If in the game we just played, if Wasp hadn't killed Wendigo, mm. I didn't really have a backup plan for that. Mm. Except I had the the idea that I would just play defensive with him and move Freya across to keep yeah. him, to keep him alive. But I didn't have a great backup plan for that. I had a bit of backup plan that if you killed Foxglove, so if you killed Foxglove with Hot Health, you'd have been pretty much stuck there for the rest of that turn. Mm. But I had a bit of a backup plan for that, which is basically kind of get Vesper in the way, because... Um, also, she, Hoff can't... Um, he doesn't have um, sure-footed. So he, no, he would, he would kind of stuck. Yeah. I could basically move behind the barricade of obstacles and forests I'd put in the way Yeah. Um, to kind of stop you. And if you had jumped over that obstacle, you then would have been faced with Herbert, Vesper and Freya. Yeah. <laughs> who all could just basically just pick on you until you died. Call me um, names. Yeah. So, I think it would would have been okay. I wasn't too worried about that one. Um, if you'd done something different with Jada and kind of gone after Vesper, it would have been a bit... Again, it's that risk. I, I took a risk moving her up yeah. the right-hand side. Um, if she'd been attacked and died, I don't know why that I would... I didn't really have another way of getting that Moonstone... Um, it kind of all fell into place in the game we just played whereas it hasn't done in the, the game of the past I've been out and it's going to be an actual struggle now mm. um, so yeah, it's a they bit, did what they needed to do they did yeah, yeah. they did um, I would say I know I've done this before but I think we'll just talk a little bit about some of the best ways to beat fairies yes. we talked a lot about the strengths <laughs> and what we love about them but I do like to, to try and do the flip side of it as well on a new podcast I like them not necessarily unbiased. I'm not going to pretend I'm not biased towards fairies because clearly I am. But ways to beat them. I mean, ways to beat a melee, ways to beat the list today would basically probably have been to be slightly more aggressive. Mm. So pick up the moonstones with your support characters and get Jada and Hoff up there. Because Jada and Hoff could still, Puff and Wasp, like Vespa's good in melee, but she's not, an out and out amazing melee character. Hoff would still beat her. Yeah, yeah generally she'd, speaking. Yeah, she do. Um, particularly if she's been shot at maybe once by a bow first, softening yeah, her up a little bit. Um, unlike all all the other fairies, or most of the other fairies, there's there's no evade on. Yeah, she, she's got very evade zero. Vesper, so yeah, got more health. Eight health. He's Grubs. Is he? Uh, um, Herbert's minus one. one. Yeah. Minus one. Yeah. So, um. Because it, I mean, with the with the fairy list today, yeah, the other option is to kind of shoot Vesper. Hmm. So if you had a good a good high damage shooter, you know, you'd fire Quoll at Vesper. You'd fire 
Flintlock at Vesper, you'd fire a Ribald at Vesper, try and take that threat out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got a choice, really. You can either try and kill one of the support models. Like, if you killed Herbert, for example, it becomes more difficult. Mm-hmm. If you'd killed... Um, I think you call Freya, it's... It's, it's um, a miracle. It's a miracle. It's like killing Freya. <laughs> she's all, well, the thing with killing Freya is she's already behind everyone. Yeah. So if you get the point where killing Freya, well, you've already won. <laughs> because if you got to her, well, I've lost. Um, yeah. With the exception of maybe if you've got Grub and he's rather jump behind. Yeah. Or Bob Daniels managed to move someone or something. It's a bit different, but um, there is there is ways of doing it. But yeah. Um, As you said before, anything that can range stuff you want to avoid. Um, well, unless you've got ways of buffing it, yeah. ways of buffing yeah. the arcane, then then it then it can work. Or you need to find ways of like pulling them in to take take them on one at a time. Yeah, is the other way of Swap doing it. Swap them. Swap them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then if you're facing a because that was that was a melee fairy list. Yeah. If you're facing facing a, an arcane heavy one. You can outrange them. Mm, yeah, they're all start. six inch generally, I think. Um, you, you bring ways of manipulating the deck if you've got it. Yeah. So like Young Jack. There's actually various ways now in, in the available in, in every faction to manipulate decks. Or you do things that remove energy. You get protection out. Yeah. You, do, you, you find ways of blunting it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard to outrun fairies. Yeah. It's, it's hard to grab riches and leg it because they've got so much energy they'll catch up with you. Um, like Tito can move 10 inches <laughs> in Russo is really far <laughs> you know um, and most of them can move 9 in- Wasp can move 9 inches in a turn and with a 2 inch threat range that's 11 inches he can threaten you Yeah, essentially to the point where you can't then run away you know so it's hard to run away from them but you can kind of dull them a little bit and you know things like wooded patches can help Yeah, and they can move over them easier I think yeah, I, would, I thought um, I could remember that earlier. Yeah, I think you could think they can move over with the fact is just mind blank now. Um, but or you have things like trolls <laughs> just get away. <laughs> like they'll take a lot of damage and they and they will eventually get taken down. But fairy damage is not. Like Diana can be really good. Don't get me wrong; she can do a lot of damage if she wants to. Foxglove can do with like if you get a good a good atrophy. card atrophy but two x two x but it's a low and you're arcane three so mm-hmm. it's not ideal um obviously the i can kill someone in one go <laughs> um, um but most of the most of the damage is quite small like wasp and vespers throwing damage is it's only x um fizzle pop fizzle pop is yeah. it's x as well i think yeah x and yeah. most them away you know herbert is only x plus one Gwendolyn has got low damage outwardly. Um, so there's not a huge amount apart from Diana. Um, mm. But what, what, what they can, although they can't, they've not got like one big damage thing, they can usually cast it like three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they can cast it a lot. So they've got a lot of range. But it is basically only six inches. So you can kind of it's also hard to stay out of that range because they've got so much energy to get close to you. But um. oh, um, so speaking of which, in a way, um, talking about ways to beat them, they are unlike pretty much every other type of model in that every bit of damage you do to them mostly is going to take energy away. Yeah. So it was that a lot of, of like because with, with a lot of troops, you, you you kind of don't want to do just two damage to one, two damage mm. to another. But actually, in fairies. You can really if you can do, plans, if you can do yeah. a couple of wounds to several fairies, they're losing like six energy next turn. Yeah. Which is really harsh. So, yeah, there is that. And a lot of their scariness, in some respects, is because they've got so much energy, they can yeah. do so much. Absolutely. If they start losing it. So, yeah. Yeah, that is definitely, definitely a tactic as well. Um, and also just kind of charge at them. Mm. Charge... Ignore Moonstone to start with and just pelt at them and stop attacking with everything. It is really scary for fairies. Oh, I feel so happy thinking of that. Because <laughs> they've got so little health. 
<laughs> if you just start, you just charge and start hitting them really hard. Yeah. They they do struggle. If you start losing, you know, if you've got several throws on kind of one wound because they take so many hits, or even just you can start picking them off, you know, um, they do die quite quickly if you're not careful. If you get yeah. if you get a lucky two, you know, I mean, they are within a lot of them are within the range of one melee attack taking them out from a yeah. good melee. Which is not that common. With the exception uh, of basically Vesper and Wasp and possibly Fencer. I think a lot of them five or six health. That's yep. a good many here. If you've got any Most of them are six. Damage. Only Freya is five. Yeah. The rest of them I think are six. Yeah. yeah. Six. Um, or no, actually all six. Vesper is the only seven. So only eight. Apart from Diamond Rage, but it doesn't really count. Just, uh, like one good hit and plus two to your damage and that could be six yeah ways, that right? is that is a thing um fairies tend to find they've got very good defensive mm, yeah signature move yeah um like you look at all of them i think butterfingers butterfingers has got very less reduced damage by minus two it's got to energy um yeah a lot of them have got defensive stuff but it's on signature moves mm-hmm. so it's not like they got defense any other any other way after as you said earlier there's no armor mm. Um, there's no damage reduction at all, apart from wasps, buckler. Um, so yeah, like I, th- I think because your your plan really of char- of like powering up Hoff and charging Foxglove mm-hmm. was a good plan. Mm. You just got lucky that I got no guard every time and managed to steal a high- I steal a can't hit me. Because <laughs> um, that that's you know I yeah I got lucky. <laughs> um, uh, that doesn't happen exactly very often, so um, you can also there are there are there are the the fire spitter quite likes targeting fairies. So ignore it doesn't. It's just but it's got it's got arcane five. Arcane five, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, and it just does loads of damage. So if you do get hit, it just kills something. Yeah. Um, and um, ribald not so much I think because arcane three. Okay, three, yeah. so not so much revival. Yeah. Of half pitting Vesper. Rival quite like shooting Vesper. Yeah. Um, but not so much. Um and they also struggle a little bit if you've got good movement shenanigans and you can kind of get a decent heart hitting thing in the middle of them. They tend to be fairly close together. Because mm. they're synergy they there, there are a lot of fairy synergies, but they need to be within six. Yeah. If you can get like a Lubard in the middle of them. Very scary, <laughs> you know. Um, and like, and you have got some literally specifically fairy killing characters like Gertrude, Gertrude the fairy hunter, yeah. Gertrude the fairy hunter, <laughs> who's very good against fairies, particularly against arcane fairies. Not so much against melee fairies, but very good against arcane fairies because she's uh, like minus three magical damage or something. Oh yeah, and she um, does damage based on the energy that you've got. But damage yeah. energy, so like Freya and Tito are terrified of her. Mm. Um, I think let me just find her quickly I really like Gertrude she's actually one of the surprising amazing because yeah. in fact I like I like fairies <laughs> I also really like Gertrude um, what's it natural order yeah the natural order is it's a pulse one so if you can get Gertrude in the middle of the it, it's brutal but also it's really good against Tito because it's not targeting her oh right yeah it's a pulse. It's not a targeted one, so she can't do the bounce back thing. She can't do the arcane reflection. Reflection. Yeah. So, um, Gertrude's a really good anti. Is really, is really generally really good anti fairy. Mm-hmm. And there's a few other ones that even in in Commonwealth we're really anti fairy. Natty's a really good anti fairy because she tends to have a very high evade. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, not so much fancy hat, but you've got a lot of stuff with lots of health. Um, Kaufman's very good because they bring. They all have the. Yeah, they're coming closer. Yeah. Um, fairies don't tend to mind so much about armor because of their don't magic. Tend to mind. Yeah. the magic don't tend to mind much about armor um, obviously Melly does care about it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, in like gnomes gnomes can struggle a bit with it because gnomes are quite slow mm. it's not a lot of movement stuff but you've got you have got some quicker stuff like um Billy, Billy and, and um, Olin um, and Loki so can move people. Yeah. Um, 
And then Leicester have got kind of they've got quite, quite a lot of options really. Leicester have got a lot of arcade manipulation, so yeah, that that's yeah. always good. Um, and quite a lot of movement as well. And the thing with Leicester, Leicester have also got very little damage reduction. Yeah. But you don't really need it against fairies because there's not a lot that's, that's, that's magical damage reduction. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I can't think about what shades would be like. I don't know what shades. Yeah. Without trying to give it, I can't give it yeah. away, but. Yeah. Shades won't mind so much because they don't they don't mind dying so much <laughs> because you can reanimate them. And also with the psychopomps, you can kind of move things in the way. Yes. And then you end up giving them cover, essentially, because you just move these little, these little things in the way. A bit like bunnies. Bunnies are quite Boris is quite good against fairies because you just you just shove some bunnies in the way and they've got to deal with the bunnies rather than dealing with the things behind the bunnies. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um I don't think I've got anything else I can really add at the last few. We didn't plan this one no, at all. No, no. Apart, from, apart from we knew we were going to talk about the game we just played and we knew I was going to rant on about how much I love fairies. We, we <laughs> had that much of a plan for it. Which is fine. I don't have a lot of plans for a lot of my podcasts. It's just me ranting on. But, um, yeah. 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 Okay, I've got a question for you, actually. question for you. I've told what my favourite fairy is. What's your favourite fairy? Yeah, I was thinking that earlier when you were because it's kind of difficult having not used them so much. Uh, can I just... Well, go, go on, model pass, pass, but Yeah, favourite... What's your favourite model? Favourite model, let's have a look at the... What have we got here? Oops. Right. Yeah. Because there's not that many. No, there's not actually, yeah. Uh, it's only... Yeah. Twelve. Gwendoline's pretty high up there, I think. Which one? Because there's that one, and then yeah. there's, the, there's the, the cherry blossom one, and then there's the willow one. The willow one's really good, isn't it? The willow one is really cool. And what's nice about the willow yeah. one, that, that's the limited edition yeah, one. Yeah, the limited so. edition willow one. Um, let's just have a look. Possibly that. Well, we'll exclude Diana and Rage, because she's, cause she's not, yeah, yeah. not kind of a, a normal one, as it were. Um, mm, I really like um, Silver Tongue. Yeah, actually, it just looks so like evil. He's not evil. Though. I know. Looks he's just evil. like really kind of evil. like <laughs> spiteful. Yeah, I, I don't think he's it. evil. No, no. I think any of the fairies <laughs> are really evil. They're just kind of nasty. Yeah. Nasty um, so yeah. I don't necessarily want to know what your what your least yeah. your least favorite fairy model is because they're, they're all great. But what what. When, when you sit down and you know I'm playing fairies, what do you think? <laughs> oh, God, I really hope he doesn't bring this one. Well, Dan is always a treat not to face, which is really rare. <laughs> um, what, Wasp has caused me a lot of pain over the years. <laughs> Wasp has been, been a, a pain, a thorn in my side. A jab so, in the inside. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, possibly Wasp, actually, because... I thought you were going to say Wasp. Wasp brings a lot because of the... It, able to hold his own against pretty much anyone you could yeah. with, but also dish it out as well and can help your your troop with um, rage yeah. and as a ranged attack and is spiteful and as many five so yeah two inch melee yeah just good all rounder yeah um, not so scary now that his signature's changed yes that, that was crazy yeah it was it was ridiculous like, was, I, I, I was yeah. a part of it was like oh <laughs> But he was just like it was ridiculous to to have that much damage on a high guard was a bit mad. And basically, yeah, when when I'm facing Wasp and then I just see him, I'm like, is he going to be a bit more conservative, a bit worried about bringing? Oh no, here comes Wasp. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember the last time. I don't think I. I don't think I. I don't ever played fairies or handball Wasp. No, I can't think of time I handball Wasp. Yeah, actually, I don't think I. And Freya. Yeah, Freya. I just know. I don't think I've ever not bought Freya. Yeah, and that's fine. I, I generally so can't think of a time where I haven't bought both of them. Yeah, I can't. I think I've changed everything else. Use all the other ones in different combinations. I can't think I've ever not used Freya. Mm-hmm. So I thought to say, like my favorite time, Diana. My least favorite, or one that I'm not. I don't. Re- I find very easy to drop, even though I know he's good. Is I never really bring Butterfingers. No, you don't actually. And I don't yeah. really. I should try. I should try him again. I think Butterfingers has improved over the years. Yeah, I really need to try him again. I think I'm just because I don't because I just haven't used him as much. I don't really know 
how to use him mm. so much. Whereas the other ones, I'm confident. I know what to do with Wasp. I know what to do with Freya. I know what to do with Tito and Vesper and the other ones. I know. I know what to do I with him. Butterfinger is the only fairy Moonstone stealing ability in various. I think yeah, he doesn't yeah. steal it. He makes so them drop it. Makes them drop it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. drop it. So he can situationally be awesome. Yeah. Um, and he can also give someone weakling, which is hilarious. So he's a real <laughs> messer upper. Like he's he's horrible, really. Um, but yeah, he's the only one really that I'm not, not really sure. I'm not really sure how to now. Thinking, well, I could use butterfingers, but I don't really know what to do with him. Mm. Um, so yeah. Um, okay, well, I think that'll do. Mm. We've gone over yeah. an hour. So that's always yeah. nice. I always like it when we hit an hour with a podcast. <laughs> I always feel like I always feel people like if someone's investing time to listen to a podcast, they need to get a good hour out of it. So yeah, so yeah, um, that was our another fairy one. February, February. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it February this episode. Episode fifty six, February. Um, so yeah, thanks a lot for listening. Um, I'm not gonna even talk about what's coming next because I've got a clue. I know that me and Joe have got a few. I've got a few lined up to talk about. We have. We did the like fun Dominion list, mm. so we're going to we're going to do the same for Commonwealth and Leisure Vault. So those, that definitely will come, um, and we probably will do Shades again once they're released mm, yeah. and finalised. We'll, we'll probably do another. I'll probably do it with Joe again, maybe, and hopefully you can get you in as well. And I, I, I do like it when the three of us can do one together. Very excited about Shades. Very excited about Shades. Very very excited about Shades. Slightly sort of too excited. No, not too. Excited. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's all, all will be coming. Um so yeah, episode fifty six. Yeah. Thanks, thanks a lot for listening. If I counted correctly. Yep, hopefully. <laughs> otherwise it'll be listed as a different number. <laughs> and I might have to do a little into it at the beginning to say, yeah, Jack got the number wrong because Jack checked the number before I didn't check it. Uh, so yeah, thanks a lot, everyone. Oh, and I guess the last thing I will say is um do check out the Moose Tournament mm. at Athena Games. Yeah. Um, 28th 28th on Facebook oh. I, I list oh, I, um, April, yeah, 20th, 20th of April I did share a link to it on the Facebook group um, obviously look up Athena Games you'll find it um, it's quite a nice venue it's in right in the middle of Norwich yeah. so there's lots of stuff around it you know easy to get food and stuff around um, so yeah thanks a lot for listening and, oh, no. <laughs> and yeah happy moonstoning <laughs>